welcome to the Joyfully Nourished Life podcast. This podcast is for women who are ready to experience a life free from dieting, weight cycling, and food restriction in order to live out their God-given purpose. We'll learn how to embrace authentic health like you never have before. Join founder and host, Julia Noel, registered dietitian and diabetes educator, to discover your unique version of the Joyfully Nourished Life today. Hello, and welcome to episode eight of the Joyfully Nourished Life podcast. This is your host, Julia. Thank you so much for joining to listen into the podcast today. Um, I want to start out with a couple of quick shout outs and then an update that I've been really excited to share on the show. So my first shout out is for a faithful listener or maybe perhaps some faithful listeners um, that are coming from Germany. I have been able to see some of the stats on my podcast episodes since I began this uh, podcast back in February. And I am so excited to share that one of the areas um, that has had the most listens, in fact, it's probably number two (laughs) on the list of listeners from different areas across the country. Number one, which is no surprise, is Memphis because I have a lot of friends here. Hello, my Memphis friends. But I've had um, a listener or some listeners from Frankfurt, Germany. And I just want to tell you all, thank you so much for listening. It is just mind-blowing how the Lord has allowed this podcast to reach literally nations across the world. Um, I've had some listeners from Canada, uh, Saskatchewan. I've had listeners in uh, Australia, um, New Zealand. And so those are things that are just so, so cool to share. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much. Um, If I could remember how to say thank you in German, I would say it on the podcast, but I don't want to embarrass myself and (laughs) try to say... uh, uh, speak in another language and not exactly know what I'm saying, but uh, thank you so, so much for listening. Uh, the other l- listeners that I would like to shout out are my male listeners. So um, guys, thank you for listening. I know a lot of what I share on this podcast um, and on the Joyfully Nourished Life platform on Instagram is geared towards women, but I know that you guys that are listening are are listening for much of the same reasons to Uh, learn what it means to have a healthy relationship with food that honors God um, and honors God's unique design for your body. I thank you for listening for not just yourself, but for the sisters in Christ in your life as well, who um, can glean from what you have to share and also um, that you can be a support to them in knowing what it's like to navigate this diet culture infused world that is often very much detrimental to women. But in in a lot of ways, it can be detrimental to men too. Um, and so I just want to say thank you to all the guys, all the male listeners that have been uh, faithful listeners throughout this year. So please, please continue to listen. Um, and thank you so much for being with us today. All right. So I want to jump into sharing a little update. So you may have seen if you follow me on um, Instagram, the Joyfully Nourished Life um, Instagram page, that I have been teasing sort of a um, community, uh, online community group for young women who are interested in a 
faith-based approach to healing their relationship with food. Um, I am in the process of building a program that I hope to launch um, at least by January of 2024. And so with that, um, just know that I am sharing more details as I go along and have things a little bit more solidified. But um, as of right now, please stay tuned. Uh, If you haven't joined my email list, um, you can definitely do that by going to the link in my bio on my Instagram page um, and choosing the the free five-step hunger scale tool. And that will get you signed up to my email list so that you can get more updates in the future. But um, in the meantime, yeah, just keep an eye out for what that might be. Um, I have not yet decided if it would be like a Facebook group or if it would be like a membership um, for the Joyfully Nourished Life community. So yeah, I, I just am really excited to to build something because I believe that's a much, much needed um, online community that I just have not seen present anywhere. Uh, and I've looked, <laughs> believe me, I have looked and looked and looked. Um, and so I just feel like the Lord is putting it on my heart to to create something um, for young women who are really tired of the dieting hamster wheel and living in this world that sees our worth and our value in how we look and what we eat um, and are ready to embrace the truth of what God's word says about those things. Um, And so, yeah, I am excited to share more in the future, but for now, stay tuned, get on the email list, uh, and I hope to have more details very soon. So this month's episode is connected to principle seven of intuitive eating, which is to cope with your emotions with kindness. So I really like this principle because it directly addresses the concern of emotional eating, which is something I talk about a lot in my one-on-one appointments that I do on my day job as a college campus dietitian. But let's be real for just a second. We all have experienced emotional eating to some extent in our lives. And I personally don't believe that emotional eating in and of itself is a quote unquote bad thing. Um, Because one, I I don't think it is necessarily helpful to attach the dichotomous good, bad language and thinking to food or your eating behavior. And I've talked about that before on the podcast. And um, two, there are types of emotional eating that can actually be quite healthy and even biblical. So let me explain. If you look at scripture, especially throughout the Old Testament, God commanded that his people enjoy feasts in honor of him and all that he had done for them. So there were various Jewish celebrations or festivals, hence the root word um, is Latin, Festa, which means to feast. Um, If we look at Leviticus chapter 23, we will see that the seven appointed festivals that God commanded for Moses to tell the people of Israel um, were very prominent and very important in in the culture of the Jewish people and and still to this day are very important in the culture of Jewish people. So I, I won't read all of this chapter for you on the podcast, but I do encourage you to take the time to read these as I have recently also read them in order to better understand the special purpose and the symbolism of the foods and practices involved in these sacred feasts. Um, It's quite remarkable. And and many, like I said, many modern day traditional Jewish celebrations do come from these religious festivals um, that God established, you know, centuries ago. 
Now, um, what does all this have to do with us today, right? Well, I'm going to take the risk of assuming that most of you listening are not Jewish and do not observe these festivals now. But I'm sure you have celebrated something with others at some point in your life. And that celebration most likely involved food and probably a lot of food, right? So weddings, birthday parties, funerals, graduations, baby showers, family reunions, holiday parties. I could go on and on and on. These events would not be very celebratory without the food that's involved, right? So believe it or not, eating at these events as an act of celebration can be considered a form of emotional eating. Oftentimes, we may choose to eat at these events in a way that is outside of our biological hunger cues, simply because it's just what you do at a party. You eat, right? In fact, if you choose not to eat at an event like these, people might think there's something wrong with you, and that's just how normalized it is. Um, And I want to add that When the people celebrating, when the people who gather are truly giving thanks to the Lord for his gifts and his blessings at these events, God is honored when we feast unto him. There is no shame in that experience when it truly is rooted in worship. So just wanted to make sure I covered that in this podcast. So I've said all that to explain that emotional eating isn't either good or bad. However, I want to say that eating as a means of coping with difficult, heavy, or uncomfortable emotions may be a sign that food has become a means of filling a void in your life. I talked about this a bit in my last episode, so if that's an area you really need breakthrough in, I recommend you go back to episode 7, which is about finding your satisfaction in Christ, um, because that's not quite the direction I'll be going on this episode. Instead, I want to help you identify what it can look and feel like to cope with these tough emotions from a place of wholeness instead of brokenness. So if you've been listening to the Joyfully Nourished Life podcast for a while, you already know I've got a list for you. Well, it's just two things, but... (laughs) All you need is two things to make a list, right? Just two things. But these are two big things that I feel like are the crux of coping with your emotions from a place of wholeness instead of a place of brokenness. So number one, let me slow down a little bit. The first sign that you are coping from a place of wholeness is that you take whatever is troubling you to the Lord in prayer before turning to anyone or anything else else. So (laughs) this one is pretty convicting for me because very recently um, I had a bit of a financial scare that involved not realizing a pretty large expense was going to be coming out of one of my accounts. Um, I just happened to be reviewing my recent expenses in this account uh, in order to keep an eye out on things kind of going in and out of this account. And I, I try to be mindful of my expenses just to improve my financial um, stability. And that's one thing that I believe many of us could benefit from, you know, budgeting, being mindful of how we 
we use our expensive and being good stewards of that. And so this was me just trying to to do that. And um, boom, I look at my account and there was this very unexpected automatic withdrawal from my account. So let's just say that my brain went into panic mode that night a little bit. And a few minutes later, I was heading downstairs to grab some smart food white cheddar popcorn. <laughs> I'm, I'm giggling because, I mean, this is just so, like, automatic. Like, this was not at all um, something I had premeditated to do. But before I continue, I do want to emphasize that I was fully aware of what I was doing in the moment. It was an automatic thing, but I was fully aware of what was happening. So I was not mindlessly doing this. I was very mindful in thinking, hey, I am not hungry, but I want um, something to ease this discomfort that I'm feeling. <laughs> and uh, I want to make sure that I, I emphasize a caveat here, um, which is that uh, if we find ourselves using food to cope with our emotions often, and if you've been doing that for a while, it might be hard to distinguish between true biological hunger and emotional hunger in moments like this. But I, I personally know my body well enough uh, through years of intuitive eating to realize that this was definitely the urge to enjoy one of my favorite snacks because I, I wanted the comfort um, after what I had just experienced. So I was heading back to my room with my plate of popcorn because I said to myself, hey, I'm going to pour it up into a plate. That way I'm not, you know, eating out of the bag. And I heard a quiet voice in my head say something along the lines of, Julia, let me help you deal with this. Give this to me. <laughs> Y'all. I kid you not, I was on my knees so quick, I immediately began to pray and ask God to forgive me for not turning to him when he is the one, he is the one that promises to carry our burdens. Y'all, I couldn't eat another bite of that popcorn. It was ruined for me. So yes, even I, your, your friendly neighborhood dietitian, I am still walking out this journey. I want to emphasize this. Um, this is a journey. Learning how to honor God with your body in a way that also honors God's unique design for your body is not something that you suddenly arrive at and you are perfect, quote unquote, perfect in how you eat, how you see yourself, um, walking around going, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. It, that is not, that is not the way it goes. It is okay to experience moments of weakness. I want to make sure you all understand that. In our weakness, that is where God shows up strong. That is why I'm sharing this with you because I want you to know you are not alone in these issues. There is a moment where we all have to recognize that we will never on this side of heaven be perfect at anything. And so that is why it is so crucial that we lean on the Lord for his strength. So again, I am still walking out this journey of trusting the Lord to carry these emotional burdens carry these real life burdens. 
Jesus promises us in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is so important, my dear friends. Turn to Jesus with your feelings. He can handle it. It is never going to be too much for him. Eating may help you feel better or even numb you to the problems you're facing for the moment, but it can never solve them. I know it's hard, but believe me when I say the Lord is faithful and you can trust him even with this. Okay, now... There's only one more because I'm trying to keep this episode short. The, the number two sign that you are coping from a place of wholeness is that you can still experience the joy of the Lord in the midst of stormy seasons of your life. So yeah, this is another rough one, but it is absolutely true. So I've talked about the meaning of joy in the title of The Joyfully Nourished Life in one of my first episodes, and I truly believe that unless Jesus is the center of your joy, you will always, always be searching for something else to bring you joy and fulfillment. And spoiler alert, whatever that something else is will always fail you. But I get it. How many people that you know of right now after having a tough time in life or going through a, a really difficult season, a difficult storm, how many of them can still glorify God in the middle of it? How many of them have you actually observed live like that? So y'all, I got to brag on my mama for a moment. <laughs> um, I love my mama. She has had the craziest summer from having to have emergency eye surgery for a retinal tear and needing to have several eye drops a day to keep the pressure in her eye down to keep her from having to have another surgery. Um, And on top of that, she has been working overtime every week this entire month. And it's it's in order to help cover while her department is short-staffed and because of her overtime, she is missing church every Sunday. And it is something that really hurts her heart. She wants to be in corporate worship with others, with her church family, and she can't do that right now. Um, so it's been hard for her, but she gives glory to God every single day for keeping her and protecting her and providing for her no matter what. And y'all, I can't really say I know too many people, if anyone at my age, and myself included, that lives like that. Rather than complaining about all that's going on in her life, she blesses the Lord for all that is going right, even when she's sore and tired. And believe me, y'all, she is sore and tired a lot. Um, And that is how you know that you have the joy of the Lord. You don't just praise him and honor him and worship him and glorify him when things are up. You do it when things are down too. I know I'm preaching, (laughs) but seriously, this is one of the keys to coping from a place of wholeness, y'all, and not letting food or anything else become more to you than it was ever meant to be. 
I pray that you can take these two things to heart, turning to the Lord in prayer and having joy in Christ no matter the situation in order to experience your unique version of the joyfully nourished life. It is possible, my friends. I don't want you to give up on the possibility of coping in a way that honors God, but also helps preserve your physical bodies um, to be the healthy, strong, beautiful, amazing woman of God that, that he created you to be. So, all right, I'm done preaching today. <laughs> I'm, I got a little bit uh, carried away there, but I just wanted to make sure you guys heard me out. And I, I pray that this was a, a good episode for your soul, just deep down. Um, much love, friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, please leave a rating and review on whatever podcast platform you listen to. It can really make a difference in reaching more people with this content. And as I've mentioned, it can reach even as far as Germany. So, wow, that's so wonderful. I still can't really wrap my head around that. But it's just so, so cool that I get to speak to you guys um, all over the world. So thank you for listening. And until next time, goodbye.